0: It was actually pretty cool. I got my own dressing room. Um, it it was pretty cool back there. A town car even picked us up from our house and drove us there. I do get lots of emails though. when When the Ellen Show aired, I got like fifteen thousand emails a day. <laughs>
1: I'm Benjamin Wong, and on today's episode, we're talking to Ryan Hickman, the 10-year-old founder and CEO of Ryan's Recycling Company, the foundation which has been featured on The Ellen Show, Little Big Shots, and which has collected over 1 million bottles and cans. Recycling, recycling, recycling. Something so simple that all of us do, or at least I hope you do. Ryan Hickman was one of those people. But instead of just doing the regular thing of throwing away a paper bag when you're done, he took it one step further with his company Ryan's Recycling. It all started when he was 3 years old, and his dad took him to a local recycling center to cash in a couple bottles and cans. In the aha moment, he realized that recycling, was what he wanted to do. Now at age ten, he's been featured on almost everywhere, from the Ellen Show to Little Big Shots, and they have collected over one million cans and bottles. For the listeners, right now we're talking about some of Ryan's hobbies and interests, of course, other than recycling. Yeah, what were your, some of your, you know, favorite things to do? Uh, when you were young, even before the recycling?
0: Probably what any 3-year-old kid would do, like, probably play with toys and stuff.
1: Ryan, so in 2012, it was your first experience recycling. Let's talk more about that moment. So, you know, where were you? What were you doing?
0: Well, uh, my dad just took me to the local recycling center for the first time. I loved it and I just wanted to keep recycling. That's pretty much what I was doing when I started recycling.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, recycling isn't something necessarily that a lot of kids would, like, love doing. Why did it become such a big passion for you?
0: And it was just really fun, and I saw it was helping out the environment.
1: Yeah, and I know you have a very strong fascination with, um, you know, marine life, like ocean animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you, you know, when did that start?
0: Mm, That started when I started selling my Ryan's Recycling t-shirts on my website, and we needed a place to donate the money to so we chose the pacific marine mammal center and then i got into marine life
1: yeah and, and you know like kind of marine life and recycling is connected uh, in many huh. ways mm-hmm. yeah so you are three back then and yeah you know, like most kids start kindergarten at five would your parents say that you are like ahead of your age
0: yes they do oh they did <laughs>
1: Like, were you smarter in school? Were you above the average, you know, five-year-old? I
0: think I was about the normal amount, but definitely above for recycling.
1: Yeah, and so we'll take when you were three, did you have like a dream job at that time?
0: Being a garbage man.
1: Yeah, and I know your parents have, uh, I saw in an interview that your parents wanted you to go to college first. So why are you garbage man?
0: Mm, just to help out my recycling more and collect recycling faster.
1: Alright, so the day after that first spark of recycling, you talked to your mom about handing out plastic bags to neighbors, right? Yes. So would you say that this was the actual official start of Ryan's recycling? Mm,
0: yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and what was the why did you decide to do that?
0: I just thought that. If I start small, handing out bags to my neighbors, it will grow bigger.
1: Yeah, and you know, now um, you're doing, you're you're distributing and you're collecting so much trash, which is amazing. So at age three, you know, your parents would have to help out a lot. Um, How are they able to, you know, allocate that much time to you?
0: Well, my mom just helps out whenever she has free time and my dad owns his own business, so he makes time to help me.
1: Do you think that your dad owning his own business kind of went on to you? Like, the alpha doesn't fall far from the tree. You know, did your dad having his own business kind of encourage you to have your own
0: business? Mm, no, no, not really. I just think just seeing how fun it was to recycle and seeing that it was helping out the environment wanted me to start start my own business.
1: Yeah, I, have to, I definitely understand that. Um, you know, do you, because you've been recycling for, your 11 now?
0: Yes, just turned 11 in July.
1: So you've been recycling for like eight Eight, years?
0: Yes, eight years.
1: Do you ever get like bored with it? No. Never. Wow. Uh, But
0: like maybe once a week or like once a month on a weekend, I'm like, I just want to relax today, but we have six recycling stops. Then like other times, I'm like, let's go. (laughs)
1: Uh, You know, a lot of. People have burnout, especially the kids. And I mean, you've gone for eight years, which is like incredible. So we'll skip to when you started school. Did that take a lot of time away from the company?
0: No, not really. Um, I did most of my cycling during the weekend. So school didn't really interfere with it.
1: Was school like something you got excited about? Or, you know, was it just something to get over with?
0: Probably just get over with it so I could recycle, like, 24-7, except for the times that I'm sleeping.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how important is it? How, how important is recycling to you?
0: It's really important to me because it keeps cans and bottles out of landfills, rivers, oceans, lakes, reservoirs, so animals will not eat it, get sick, and die.
1: Yeah, so uh, if you were to, you know, chart all of the issues you are, you know, really concerned with, so for example, recycling, marine life, how would you, you know, chart them like the top three?
0: Issues that I care about, probably cutting down on plastic, um, seeing the Great Garbage Patch and not being able to do anything about it. Like, I cannot go out there and just pick it up. It's a little far from here. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, some of our listeners might not know what the Great Garbage Patch is. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Okay, uh, the Great Garbage Patch is—it's almost like an island, but in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, of garbage. It's three times the size of Texas, maybe even four wow. now. it's—you know,
1: like all—is it? It's all the trash, you know, like from all around the world. It's all the trash getting piled yeah, it, into one.
0: It just piles up there.
1: Wow! Wow! So. Your, as you're doing recycling, is that one of the things that you keep in your mind when you're, you know, every time you recycle one can, it's one thing less in that garbage patch? Yes. Do you think we'll ever clear that patch? Mm, probably in a hundred
0: or two years. hundred years? Yeah. A well, hundred I mean, or two hundred years. A hundred, two hundred years.
1: Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's like you said. We don't have the time,
0: technology yet.
1: Exactly. Um, and it's like three, four times larger than Texas, which is like huge.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy all that trash that people have that they just throw away. Do you get like mad when you see someone throw something away that could it that could be recycled?
0: Yes. Or even people walk up to a recycling bin with a soda can they sit down next to it. All you have to do is lift your arm up and put it in the bin.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, recycling is so easy, but it makes a big difference, right? Yes. Okay, so let's see. Recycling is, I guess, not. it's not something very new. Why is it important to you that we continue to recycle?
0: It's important to continue recycling because if everybody just stops, probably in a year or two, the Great Garbage Patch will be another Texas added to it, almost. and the landfills will be getting bigger and neighborhoods will be getting rich or trash everywhere so it's really important to recycle
1: yeah definitely agree um you know we throw away so much trash if we just recycle even one thing at a time it'll make such a big difference Mm -hmm. yep recycling is to a certain extent limited so where are you going next with Ryan's Recycling to s- scale larger?
0: Well, um, we're going to be partnering with our local recycling center to make a mobile recycling service in Orange County.
1: Yeah, that, that seems like a great idea. Um, you know, it's brought up another thing. Why do you think people don't recycle?
0: Mm, I guess they think it's too hard, I guess.
1: <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like, it's too hard to recycle, um, which... You know, it's pretty easy to recycle, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, in 2017, you appeared on The Ellen Show, which must have been really exciting, right?
0: Yes, it was really exciting.
1: And, you know, even on YouTube, I watched the video, I think, three days ago, and it has over 1.6 million views, which is, do you ever get, like, wow, you're pretty much viral? Yes. Do you ever get, like, you know, am I just living in a dream?
0: I do get lots of emails though. When when the Ellen Show aired, I got like fifteen thousand emails a day. Then good job.
1: Do you go through like all of them individually, or do you have? Like, My dad does. Okay. You know, does it feel like sometimes that you're like an adult? You know, you to go through emails, go on talk shows.
0: No, not really.
1: <laughs> um. And how was the experience behind the scenes at the Ellen Show?
0: I got my own dressing room. Um, it, it was pretty cool back there. A town car even picked us up from our house and drove us there.
1: Wow, wow. Um, did you meet Ellen backstage before you went on?
0: No, only on stage.
1: Oh, um, and you had a pretty good like talk with her. Did Ellen seem like, nice? Was she...
0: Yeah, she seemed pretty nice.
1: Yeah, and um, of... I'll, we'll get to a couple more of your speaking events, like as the WE Day. Which would you say was your most fun, you know, talk show or speaking event? I'd
0: either
1: say Ellen or CNN. Yeah, um, Ellen show, you know, is one big one. And CNN, of course, one of the largest cable companies in the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we are continuing Ryan's journey. This is Benjamin Wong, and this is Kid CEO. Hey, it's Ben here. If you like what we're doing here on the Kid CEO Podcast, if you get entertained or inspired by some of these amazing stories, or if you think of me as a friend, which I hope you do, Because even though there are so many of you listening right now, I am talking to you personally. Me, Talia, and the rest of the Kid CEO team are here for you every week with a new episode. But we need you to be there for us too. If you use Apple Podcasts, just scroll down and give us a star rating. In fact, if you write us a review, I will shout you out in next week's episode. Additionally, if you don't have an Apple phone, no worries. All you have to do is share something through social media and tag at KidsCEO Podcast and I'll like it and reshare it or if anything, just tell some of your friends about it. Thanks so much in advance. Hey, it's Ben here. We are now continuing Ryan Hickman's journey from three years old, throwing away cans, to an organization which has collected over 1 million cans. Let's get right into it. Let's fast forward to 2018, when you were speaking at WE Day, and you were introduced by Drew Scott from the Property Brothers. How Mm -hmm. how were you able to get on that stage?
0: I'm pretty sure that they invited me, my dad looks at all my emails. So I'm not quite sure.
1: Were you really excited but, for that? or were Yes, you more I excited? was super
0: excited. No, I was not nervous.
1: Yeah, I, was, I was about to follow up with, are you nervous? No, um I'm never you know, nervous to speak. You're in front of like, what, maybe a, a thousand? No, more than that, like 5,000 people and then the entire internet. So you never get nervous ever speaking?
0: No, at that We Day event, I was in front of 20,000 kids.
1: Yeah, I mean it's so amazing. When did you kind of phase out that nervousness?
0: Well, I was not really nervous when I went on the Ellen Show. Of course, I had butterflies in my stomach, but excited ones.
1: Yeah, so you kind of like t- turn it, turn that. Um, you know, you have a more excitement instead of nervousness. Yes. Um, at, even at age three, were you like that, or did it kind of come from you know going on all these shows? and getting that experience?
0: I don't know. I guess I was just born without nervousness.
1: (laughs) You know, how does it feel with, you know, millions of people knowing your name?
0: It feels pretty good that a lot of people know my name and being inspired by me. It just feels pretty good.
1: And, you know, your story is incredibly inspiring. You're only 11 and and you started at age 3, I'm pretty sure, I didn't even know my alphabet at age three, and you're here recycling thousands of cans and bottles. Yes. So let's move on to you were on the Little Big Shots, right?
0: Um. Yes, that was like February, March. This year. Uh huh. Like beginning of March.
1: Wow, was that another big excitement, exciting event?
0: Yes, I love that. It was really fun.
1: And, you know, at this point, you've been in front of, uh, excluding, like, viewers, you've been in front of hundreds of thousands of live audiences, right? hmm Yep. Yeah, and, you know, from, I was on your website the other day, and I saw your About page, and on the bottom, there's a carousel of all the different news that you've been on. And there's, like, 40 there. Uh, yeah, that, we, that's
0: not it. That's just some of them.
1: Exactly. Like, there's so many media covering you. What do you think is the biggest reason why so many of these cable and talk shows are bringing you on?
0: I guess they just hear about my story and they want me on it to share it with the world again. And I like it because it inspires lots of people.
1: Definitely. And you know, when they see you recycling, I... There's a picture of you recycling only age three. When they see a three-year-old recycling, there's no reason why they can't recycle, right?
0: Yeah, it's really easy. I started when I was three and a half. That, That means anybody can really do it, no matter what your age is.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, you just take a can, throw it in the blue basket, and that's pretty much it. It's really simple, right? Yes. So let's get into a more personal side of things. You said you wanted to be a garbage man one day. How long have you wanted to do that?
0: Since I was, since I was three.
1: Was it always the same motive behind it? You know, like was it more about like a fun job or was it more about recycling more?
0: Probably a fun job when I was like three and a half, but now it's both.
1: Do you think um, that when you're like eighteen, you'll still want to be a garbage man? Probably. And you wanted to use, you raised $11,000, which was matched by Ellen, to buy a garbage truck, right? Yes. How far along are you on that goal to buy a truck?
0: Well, I, I know that the one that I want is like $300,000, so I think wow. I'm like a third of the way there.
1: $100,000. And then, um, you know, with all this media attention, do you have like a place where people can donate?
0: Um, yes, on my website there is a place to donate.
1: So when you raise that money, that three hundred thousand dollars to buy the truck, I know your parents wanted you to use that money for college.
0: Um. Yes, college then truck. All
1: right. All right. So, um, you know, pretend you're eighteen. Uh, do you think I, I think I, I read somewhere that your parents, um, you know, if you want to buy the garbage truck when you're eighteen, you can't. Do you think you're gonna go to college first or buy the garbage truck?
0: I don't really know.
1: Is college something exciting to you or would you still prefer to do the uh, garbage truck?
0: I don't know what college is like. I've never been to college before.
1: (laughs) Very true. Very true. Um, Has, I mean, you've been talking to so many people. Has anyone ever told you that you were like too young to do recycling on such a large scale? Yes. How do you respond?
0: I ignore it. It's... I'm never too young to recycle as big as I'm doing. You don't have to do it as big as me. You could do it just a little bit. Makes a big difference.
1: Definitely. Definitely agree. You know, if everyone recycled one bottle every day, if everyone did it slowly, if you get 1% better every day at the end of the year, we'll be 365% better, which is amazing. And it shows how big of a small difference can make on a large scale. Yeah. Were there any people that you looked up to a lot when you were growing up?
0: People who I would look up to was probably just me and my dad. Oh, wait, me and my dad. <laughs> my dad and my mom. Yeah,
1: like any um, other, do you look up to like Ellen or um, any other like people who are strong in climate change advocates?
0: No, not really. I look up to some of my friends who are kind of like making a difference in the environment. Such as Oh, uh, one's giving out um kill packages to homeless people in LA.
1: I believe that. It's Chloe Thompson, right? Yes. Yeah, she was actually on the show um I think two weeks ago. Uh, oh,
0: she was. Yeah. Wow, uh, that that's cool. And then my yeah. other friend who I'm looking up to is named Campbell in Australia. He makes teddy bears who's sick with or kids who's sick with cancer in the hospitals. So Wow. I look up to him, too.
1: It's so amazing what kids can do. Do you often, you know, communicate with these other kids who are doing a lot of this, like, charity? Yeah, uh, I I
0: communicate
1: with them a lot. Yeah, do you um, often, like, talk to kids in other areas, like, kid entrepreneurs, like, authors? Yeah. Would you say there's a strong community there?
0: Mm,
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, let's see. Picture yourself in 30 years. What will you be doing? Where will you be?
0: Um, There'll be 30... Probably doing the same exact thing that I'm doing now. Just recycling.
1: Well, you know, Brian, your passion for recycling is really amazing. I mean, I know people who will love something one day, and even in a couple hours, they'll be over it. And, and, you know, you've been doing this for... um, Oh, was it eight years, and you think you're going to be doing it for even longer, which is amazing how really strong that passion is. So if someone else, another kid, wanted to do something similar to you with recycling, what would you say is the most important advice that has helped you grow the company?
0: Hmm, advice. Probably don't give up, follow your passions. You don't have to do it as big as we are. Um, start small and just have fun with it.
1: Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, passion, you know, a lot of times when you're doing your passion, it's fun and there's no point of doing something if it's not fun for you and it's not enjoyable. Would you agree?
0: Yes, I would. I would agree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Ryan, where can our listeners find out more about Ryan's Recycling?
0: You could... Find out more about me at www.rionsrecycling.com. That's my website. Or you could go to Ryan's Recycling at Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or my YouTube channel, Ryan's Recycling, to learn more about me. And um, project3r.org. That's my new nonprofit.
1: And can you talk a little bit about that nonprofit?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I just launched that nonprofit a couple days ago, actually. Like, raise uh, recycling awareness, travel around the world to teach people
1: how important it is to recycle. So, kind of like a motivational speaking slash environmental yeah. activist? Yeah,
0: kind of, yeah.
1: Are you excited about that?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Yeah, and um, let's see, one more thing. How can our listeners help with your, your mission is to um, recycle and make the world a less I guess, trashy, I guess, place by recycling. How can listeners on a small scale help out?
0: Mm, just recycle a can, bottle, piece of paper, cardboard, a couple of those a day, and it will make a big difference. In like a year or two, you'll be recycling a lot. It's really important to recycle.
1: Heard it right here. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks. The greatest lesson I've learned today from talking to Ryan is that there is so much beauty in the little things. Recycling is something we take for granted, but Ryan actually saw potential in it and went through with it. Also passion comes early on. Ryan was literally 3 years old when he started and that is amazing you can check out more about Ryan on his Instagram page at Ryan's Recycling or his website at Ryan's Recycling. And I'll leave links for that in the show notes. I'm Benjamin Wong and you've been listening to Kid CEO. Special thanks to Talia Rahman, our audio engineer for the Kid CEO Podcast, Bella Yoon, our social media director, and Ada Kossi, our outreach director. And thank you to you all for listening. If you want to show your support, just give us a review on Apple Podcasts and even consider subscribing. And make sure you're up to date with all Kids CEO on our Instagram page at Kids CEO Podcast. This is Benjamin Wong, signing off.